Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, hey, what are we, the Fonz now? I don't know. Hey. I don't know. I don't, like, I have this vague recollection of what John Travolta sounded like on Welcome Back, Connor. <laughs> but I can't honestly say I ever watched more than an episode of that no, show. No, yeah, I've never, like, I don't even know if I've ever watched the whole episode. I remember the teacher had, like, a sweet mustache and curly hair, well, I Everybody had a sweet mustache back then. Except for Travolta. Well, yeah. He was all sexy. Now he's just fat-headed. And super fat-headed. Bald and weird-looking. It's going to be in Chicago Wizard World. That's. Are you excited for that? Would you go to see that? <laughs> no, but it almost <laughs> kind of made me like, like... It almost made me think, like, is he going to be in Columbus? Like, if he was... <laughs> what if, if he was... If he was at Columbus when, when we when we tried to go to that, and for some reason there was nobody in his line, and say the pictures were like... Reasonable, like say, like twenty five dollars. Okay. Would you would you go up to just so you could talk to Travolta for a couple minutes and get a picture on your phone with him? I would probably try to get him to sign my body. <laughs> oh, I think he'd be into that. <laughs> I think he really would. He'd probably give you twenty five dollars yeah. to sign your body. <laughs> what do I look like? Yeah, and be like, mm, look like John Travolta. Yeah, meet me in the hotel later. <laughs> Whoa. What's his name on Welcome Back, Cotter? Uh, that's what's that's what's the problem with me having I just like some shitty New York accent kind of or offensive Italian stereotype. I can't do the Travolta because I don't even remember what his name was on the show. No, what I didn't realize for for a while was that um, uh, one of his first things was in the Carrie movie. Yeah, he got killed. Yeah, he's a douche in that. Mm-hmm. Back when he had big hair. Yeah, big hair. Big hair. Who would win in an actual fight, face off style, but real fight? Nicholas Cage now, John Travolta now. I think, uh, what am I saying? Cage? That's a no-brainer. Cage, think, he's, yeah. he's still somewhat in shape and nuts. Yeah, he's, yeah, I was going to say, and he's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, Travolta might just try to give him a succulent rub down. <laughs> <laughs> they should do face-off too. You know what? I'm going to divert this to faces in a different direction. Okay. With all these, what are they called, deep fakes? Yeah, you, oh, yeah. You've seen these videos, though, where it's the... Uh, They're like they actor's face on a different actor's body when they're doing an impression or something. It's very creepy. Well, what if, what, what if they did a gay porno? Whoa. But they just threw Travolta and Nicolas Cage's faces on some dude, some chubby dude's bodies. Well, because you know, like, okay, so the Nicolas Cage, whoever, like, he's going to have to be taking it all the time so he can have the Cage face going on. <laughs> the bees face. Yeah. The bees you know, it'd be hilarious. You watch the whole thing. Like that was a really disturbing deep fake. Like that wasn't a deep fake. That was Wait, real. <laughs> that was real. Why? It was. That was an outtake from Face Off. What? Why did they look so bad? Well, they they filmed it a lot later. Like, why? Who did this? It doesn't make sense. It's, why would John Woo want this? Why would anybody want this? There's a market. You know, there's a market out there. Somebody would want that. There's at least one guy that's just like, oh, my fucking dream has come mm-hmm. true. We doing Nitro. There's a lot of shaking in there. Yeah. He's on new medicine. He's got the dog fart something fierce. <laughs> he woke Mindy up yesterday. She fell asleep on the couch. He's like, Bleh! and I was like, oh my God. That's a good boy. He didn't even know he did it. Usually he gets scared and like sniffs his ass real hard. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what? What? There's a ghost coming out of me. But, uh, <laughs> With that part of myself. <laughs> this time he, he didn't even pay attention. <laughs> everybody doing today 
I am your host, Caleb James. This is the DPW Podcast. Stands for Drunk a Pen Writing. Because we do writing from time to time. With me, today is the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Spencer, the Cambodian Cornholer Church. I said that weird. I said, like, put a little inflection on the cornholer. Yeah, uh, you went a very, like, um, like, either wrestling announcer or, like, um, like, UFC announcer. Like, what's his face? Uh, what's the, the one buffer? Uh, Michael Buffer, I would. He's the uh, he does boxing and stuff. I wish uh, no, but his brother does. The, oh, like David Buffer, Buffer or some I, shit. I, my, if my brother hears this, he's gonna be like, "You fucking asshole!" Because he's big into the UFC and he look. He, if his name is actually David Buffer, that is a good job. Because I don't ever. Watch I'm pretty the, sure. I'm thinking it is. I don't ever watch the UFC opening like the opening part where they announce yeah. him. I just like watch the highlights and shit. But uh, I wish I sounded like Michael Buffer. Yeah. Imagine having one of those. Glorious voices. I'd be seducing ladies. Or even, uh, what about if you had like that, remember the homeless guy with the golden voice? Yeah, but you gotta take his face, that long horse face. Oh, oh, I thought we were just going with, with a voice. I guess you can, but I feel like you can't have that voice without that face. True. I'm, hold on, I'm looking at this up. I want to see if David Buffer is a real dude. Oh shit, son. Oh shit, son. Michael Buffer came up. That would be really shitty. Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. Who the fuck is David Buffer? I don't know. I'm surprised gay porn didn't come up. It's the second time I mentioned that on this podcast already. I mentioned that in the intro, too. I need to give my mind right. I've been reading a lot of Oscar Wilde. Oh, yeah? I haven't. No. I never read Oscar Wilde. I read a short story. He's a humorist, a satirist, and a really good writer, but I just never got around to... I think he's British, though. You know, that old-timey British wit. I don't. Sometimes it falls on deaf ears. Here, I don't get it all the time. I think. It's, I think a lot of time with that, it's not even like necessarily like what is funny. It's the the term. Not, not even really the terminology, but just the phrasing of the words. Like just the way that sometimes they're like they say a thing, and you sometimes you feel like there's a word missing in that sentence, kind of like to really make sense. But over there, it's fine. It's fine. It's because they're fancier than us. Why is my mic so? What the bullshit? Is your thing close to your mic? Is it right up there on your mic? Are you are you eating it? You know what the problem is? I feel like we haven't done this in a while. I was just thinking the same thing. It feels like we haven't fucking recorded in like a month, but I, we were just here last week, weren't we? I don't know, man. All these days are blending weeks, together. Weeks are getting hot nowadays. I feel like my years are just sliding by me without me noticing. It's weird to say, because like I said... The weeks are getting hard, but it seems like the years go by like that yeah. somehow. Yeah, the weeks just drag on and on and on until you have a free day, then it's over in like a matter of seconds. But the, the years just, uh, they go by so fast. I mean, it seems like just yesterday I was in my 20s, flexing on fools, driving my Bugatti down Pittsburgh Avenue. It's not an avenue, is it? Penn Avenue? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh Avenue. <laughs> I live in the fucking area. don't know the names of the streets <laughs> I go on. <laughs> Um, how's your writing been going, man? But we talk about something <laughs> fucking proper for once. Uh, barely, like, a couple hundred words a night before I just, before I just give out. Every day I, fall I apart. Uh, <laughs> every day I just, uh, procrastinate until like 10 o'clock, right when I'm supposed to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll knock out about 800 words to a thousand words, which is. Good. That's good. Probably, yeah, about an hour's, not, not even an hour's worth of work. 
And then I try to go to bed, and then I end up reading. So I don't go to bed till like midnight, which also adds to my uh, super pro- tiredness. Well, my super tiredness, but my procrastination the next day because I'm so fucking tired. I'm just like, I'm just gonna lay here for a really long time and not do anything. And then I'm like, well, I got to do something. So if I would just write at a normal hour, not directly before bed, and then I could go to bed on time, and my life would be vastly better. But I am inking very close. Like I'm in the last like climactic fight scene of the the next short story that that I've been working on. So you're busting out the climax hard or something. Yeah, yeah. It's just I'm prolonging. I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you want it to last a little bit longer. You never can, though, can no, you? You nope. try. It seems like the harder you try to make it last, the sooner that climax comes. Yeah. Just uh, erupts, if you will. Yes. It's something like. Just burst out of the scene. Prematurely, you could yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> climax comes prematurely, and then you just you don't know what to do with yourself. feel kind of ashamed. <laughs> you feel like you should have did better. Yeah. Should have went longer. Leave the uh, reader unsatisfied, if you will. Mm. Hopefully, I don't have that problem with my short story. I think it's going really well. I'm enjoying it. I, uh, I'm i having a little issue, though. I think it's going to be longer than what I wanted it to be. And now I'm thinking maybe I should just push it to like fifteen to 20,000 words. And then my second story just be a lot shorter. Yeah. To kind of equal it out. That's why I feel like this story, the, the one that I'm working on now, it's already like, it's about almost like eight now. So, once I finish, it's probably going to be released around, like, 8.50, probably close to 9, and then, you know, rewrites and revisions, right, probably going right. to take some out, add some on. But then again, like I said, like, the other story, my first one, is is not that long. It's a bit, That one's I feel like, is almost just about done, and I think that one's just around, like, 8 now, so... Right. Yeah, if you do any fluffing up, maybe you'll get it to 10, but it's probably... I mean, how much can you add? Yeah. If you even need to add. I I find I actually usually take stuff out when I do my editing process. Like, I I mean, I'll add some things, but I feel a lot of the times I actually shorten things. I find, like, oh, why did I write this sentence, like, so long and unnecessary? Just, I could just cut it off. Yeah. Sometimes the whole thing just goes, sometimes the whole paragraph just goes, fuck it. It's like, why did I, why did I think that sounded good? Why did I describe that person's toe for so long? <laughs> Why did I talk about that lady's legs for like six pages? Do you think maybe because uh, you've been reading a, a, you know, a bit more of the Stephen King recently, and he goes a li- like he's not like one of those ones that gets super into it. Like he's not like a J- uh, Dean Coons, Dean Coons or uh, J R Martin, you know. But like uh, he what does J R Martin jo- or um, George R R Martin, yeah, George R J R Martin. <laughs> he's his brother. <laughs> He actually puts stuff out. He's like David Buffer. Yeah. <laughs> the long lost brother, George R. R. Martin. For to be fair, you shouldn't have that many R's. Yeah. Oh, I forget somebody called him like uh like George and I forget like like they used the R's in a funny way for his name, like I'll think of it later. When nobody cares. When nobody cares. Shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> yeah, you fucked up, son. And there's no way I can cut that out because nope. There's no way we edit podcast around here. That takes work. But yeah, but like you know what like I was saying, like Stephen King is known to like go on a little bit of uh, describing something. Yeah, he does. And you uh, also, you also are into that lot, like you know that literature of you know that kind of stuff. So as I am uh, halfway through Doctor Sleep, I do find that Stephen King could be a little bit corny at times. 
throws in some corny stuff that uh, I guess that's part of his charm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it wouldn't work for most authors. Again, it's uh, it's how you use it. If you can mm-hmm. use the corny and like, you know, that kind of stuff uh, in a proper way. Yeah, I mean, usually it's in the narration. You'll throw in like an aw shucks or something. So yeah, whatever. To his style, at least you know you know you're reading it, Stephen King. Ooh, you said Joe Hill got a new book coming out. Yeah, I don't remember. If we, I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but I I know we talked about this because I remember. Did. Yeah, I remember. Uh, what's it called again? Full Full Throttle. Full Throttle sounds like a porno. <laughs> sounds like somebody's going fast and hard, and they're just not stop grinding. Yeah, because uh, that one's in early October, and then Stephen King. What's the name of Stephen King's new book? Um, Endless Thrusting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, oh, I just shared that with you too, and I already forgot. Endless <laughs> I like that. I like the idea of a porn star in hell who just can't stop getting fucked. <laughs> like that's their that's their hell. Uh, what's your name, Spencer? Church. I don't know. I don't know. What do you have it on, under in there? Like, um, I think one time you were a Peruvian pimple popper. <laughs> Spencer the W. Spencer Church eighty eight. You folks are interested in hitting him up on Twitter and sending him dick pics. Lots and lots of them. All of them. His, uh, no, really? Son of a, why don't I just go to mine? That would make more sense. I'm the one who sent it to you. Yeah. Oh, it's because I've been getting nonstop fucking stupidity on mine. It's called The Institute. Oh, okay. The Institute. I, I really the, like the cover. It's cool. And that comes out in a couple weeks. Yeah. You gonna pick it up and read it right away? I'll pick it up. I probably won't get won't get to it right away. Probably after you read all each and every volume of Sherlock Holmes you picked up yesterday. Yeah, each and every volume of Sherlock Holmes and four uh, Neil Gaiman books. So I was gonna pick up the Neil Gaiman one, but I realized I read three out of the four books in it. So and then I thought you um didn't you have a collect? Yeah, don't you have your own collection of Neil Gaiman? It only has American God and Anansi Boys. Oh, okay. It doesn't have, but I also have that uh fairy book. So what's what's the other one? Um. What was the other one in that collection? Stardust and then... Yeah, I have Stardust. Neverland... I want to say, like... It's not Neverland, but it's like... Orgasm pools? <laughs> orgasm pools. Pools of orgasms? Sounds like a uh, sexy romance. Erotica. Alright. I did want to touch on this, because it hasn't pissed me off or anything, but it has been uh, fucking draining my phone battery. <laughs> on Twitter... There, I asked because... And that takes a lot. You, you got a very strong phone battery, like... I know. It goes for like 88 hours. I, uh... It's like one of those old Nokia phone batteries. I, um... One of the writers who... Who's gonna be in our anthology coming out... She apparently got some kind of negative review or something. And some kind of spat with the reviewers or troll reviewers. I didn't really care to investigate too much. But then I got sucked in. And, uh... Long story short, they ended up, like, this little group ended up one-starring all every book without reading it and all this fucking crazy nonsense. So, I didn't really get involved in that part, but I asked, you know, my followers a, f- a few different things related to reviews and stuff. But, like, the main thing is I did a poll, and it was about, would you review a book you never read? Seems pretty logical. You wouldn't, mm-hmm. right? Well, I had many people over the yesterday lecture me about you can review whatever you want and that's perfectly fine. I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to leave it to the audience to decide because I don't care. I don't have a book yeah. out. Yeah. I'm not getting reviewed. I don't, even if I did, I wouldn't really give a shit. Mo, I, what was it? 97% voted 
obviously you wouldn't do that. And a lot of people were kind of outraged. Like, why the fuck would you review something you didn't read? Yeah, it's like saying reviewing a movie you haven't watched. Or exactly. You it doesn't watched, make sense. But... It doesn't make sense to me. But then these reviewers, these hardcore Goodreads reviewers, which are... Uh... Like, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, I was thinking that too. But now when I looked into them a little more, they were like those real hardcore... Mm-hmm. Most of them didn't have actual avatars. Like, they are just like cartoon pictures. And they were uh, all had the same th- like things in their bios, like they're hardcore leftists, anti-Trump, you know, or anti-race. The ones that the shut down outrage culture people, pretty mm. much. But there's this focus on book reviews, which I thought was weird, and mainly their right to be able to say or I guess say anything they want about a book in their reviews. And again, okay, it's your review, whatever. But in the review space, like their main thing was nobody's allowed to comment on their reviews like negatively so they can bash a book but but nobody can bash your review of the book yeah like if i went in there and was like no i really like the author here's my opinion that it's their safe space and i'm invading it and i would be ostracized or reported or don't put your safe place on the internet and then they would put me in their shelves of authors not to read and they would one star all my work and that like that's what's going on i thought i just think that's really childish and kind of pointless like a waste of your time right yeah and um, but on the comments for a couple of my posts, they just keep going at me about this, and finally I stopped responding. And I didn't get mad or anything about it because I don't have any stake. Like some of them are insulting me, DMing me, like just like hateful shit for no reason. It's like why are you so invested in this? It's very weird. Like, would you get super upset if you reviewed like a Stephen King book? And then somebody went into your review and was like, I disagree with that. I think this book was pretty good. Yeah. You'd probably be like, okay. Like, I mean, unless they called you, like, a shitbird and started well, insulting Well, I mean, how you. many, uh, we've talked about it before on the, the, some of the, like, with my comic-based articles that I write, there'd be, uh, you know, I've had more than a couple of people be like, oh, you're a moron, what the fuck are you talking about? And you or just then, kind of ignore it. Or not even to me, like, somebody would be like, oh, hey, I like what you wrote, and then somebody to that guy would be, you Yeah, know, fight the other commenters. Yeah, it's, I don't get the... Why the, are you so angry about yeah. it? Well, I made a, a separate tweet about just, uh... Like, I kind of feel like it was mainly like someone that immediately just called me like a dumbass for my opinion, which was just uh, I don't understand why people review books negatively, more specifically in a nasty manner, like saying this book sucks ass. I'll wipe my ass with it, throw it in the trash and like, but they didn't even read it. It's like, why would you do that? And uh, someone like came at me and I just put on my thing. Um, I don't know what people are going through in their life. So, mm. it, I mean, who knows what the fuck's wrong with that person? Maybe they're having a hard time. I'm not going to feed into that. Yeah. Like, I'll just be like, hey, wish you the best. and Which is really weird because that person specifically attacked me. And then I responded like civilly and just be like, well, you know, whatever. And like I didn't fight him or anything. And then he just immediately blocked me. <laughs> they like, blocked Why? you? Yeah, blocked me because I didn't get in a fight with him. I think it's what they wanted. Um, so I thought that was a little strange, but it's definitely, it's like this little group that go into it. And I looked at both sides cause, uh, like the writer I'm talking about, apparently somebody left her like a bad Amazon review. And from my understanding, it was like extra harsh for some reason. I don't know how it came about, but I guess she like reached out to that person and that's a no, no, you don't do that as an author. You don't reach out to mm-hmm. the reviewers and try to sway them anyway you just ignore them yeah but i guess that's what she did and that set the whole thing off and now they're bombarding her books and just being really mean but apparently they're it's fine if they're mean because it's their space to do so on goodreads but if i went in there and 
said something to them about it, then I'd be the douche or yeah. whoever. It's like another author asked him, it's like, well, it looks like you reviewed one star all of her books in the last two days. I'm sure you didn't read them. It's like, and here's what started the thing. The girl who did that, she said, you don't have to read books to review it. And then she went on this big spiel and stuff. It's like, how? And then they were going by, well, you could read just judge it by the cover and the blurb on the I back. You never fucking hold the fuck. Don't judge a book by its cover. Like... <laughs> Right? It's, a, it's a saint for a goddamn reason. Now, and I know the listeners on here, unless it's that group who ends up spamming DPW at some point. So far, I don't think they know what DPW is. But they, because uh, I didn't block any of them. I was just like, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. As long as you're not like spamming me. But um, I, I do think that they're just like kind of crazy a little bit. And uh, just, I just don't get why. They're they... probably people who tried. Well, that's the thing. None of them are writers. Yeah. And they just, I, it's, I guess, a attention thing. or and Because uh, I looked on their profiles, too, and every single one of them, I would say 99% of the reviews they did, which was the one the one tweet that got me in trouble, was I, I pointed that out. It's like 99% of the reviews that they do are just negative ones. So they're only reviewing books they dislike. Why would you spend so much time on things you don't like? And that's what they came after me for really hard is because... because it's their right to review whatever they want, which it is. Yeah, I just I was just simply saying. But I think again, it's, but again, to review something, you need to consume that thing. Yeah, read the fucking book. I mean, you, yeah, you need to read the book or watch the watch the movie or whatever it is. Well, some of the people who are commenting brought up a good point: is well, what if you couldn't finish the book because it was horribly written or went and you know just shitty or whatever? And I was like, that's fine. Just say why you stopped reading yeah. it, where you stopped reading it. Like that's okay. You need and you need to have reasons. Like if you don't like something, you need to be able to make not just good, it sucked. You need to be able to make a good, compelling argument for why you don't like it. For you, why? So like, if anybody has a question, they can be like a question about why you didn't like it. They can have that information in there. Well, that's another reason these reviewers got upset is because they don't have real reasons for why they didn't like it. You just can't be like, dog shit. Yeah, so if somebody challenges them on it, they just go, this is my space, you can't, you can't challenge me, blah, blah, blah. And I, it's just, it's really weird. It's just like, that's the only word I could think of is weird because it's, it's very unhealthy behavior. Focusing on just negative things and things you don't like. I thought, I just pointed out that that is kind of like mentally taxing. That's not healthy for you. Like, I don't know about you, but if I just focus on like, oh, I don't like my job. So that's all I'm going to think about is yeah. having to go to work and stuff. Like that'll, that'll tear you down eventually. Or if That's how like, you get an also. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to fucking watch reruns of Becker with Ted Danson. I hate that fucking show. <laughs> Why? Why are you watching it then? <laughs> like, just don't watch it. Don't read the books you don't like. Like, why would you seek out an author that you don't like? And, you know, like the, the author I mentioned, um, like the one guy who was defending her when they just tore him and they actually went and then one start all his books, which they said it's not a hate campaign or a troll campaign or anything. We just review what we want to review. Okay, so somebody disagrees with you. You go one star all their books. How is that not some kind of harassment campaign? Yeah. But there's just like no logic there, I guess. And they were just going in and going in on anybody who challenged it. And that one guy brought up how it's like you can't review books you didn't read. It doesn't make sense. And they just hammered him with this mental gymnastics I couldn't fucking perform. Mm. <laughs> like, how do you convince yourself of this? And then they were saying uh, the author was doxing people because she looked the lady up on Google 
to find out if she was like a troll or not, like if she had a, a history of doing this. Doxing is when you release somebody's personal information, yeah. like their home address and stuff on the internet for others to find them and like go at them. And uh, she didn't do that. So I, I, don't, I don't know. These fucking people are loony. It's just... Uh, it's sad. Well, see, here's here's what I the only the only reason I got involved in all into this stupid shit is because, you know, like I said, the author is going to be a part of our anthology. Well, and the one girl told me specifically because I messaged her before all, they started attacking me. They didn't know who I was or anything. I was just like, you know, she might be in this project. What the what's fucking going on? Because I didn't know if she did something wrong or not. And they. Uh, she told me, well, any project she's in, we're just going to all one star and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, well, that sucks. Is now the DPW anthology and all the writers who are not involved in this, like yeah. you, Ashley, anybody else, they all get a shit review and a horrendous review by people who didn't even read the anthology just because I have an author they don't like involved in it. It's like, what is that? And it's not even like the reason for not liking the author is legitimate. Like, you know, you get some of these people who have like you know, crazy, like, you know, they're, they're against, you know, gay rights or, like, yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, okay, I could see, like, you being like, fuck that guy. I don't like his, like, you but know. But again, would you go one star all his books or no, would you just, just not read I, his books? I just wouldn't read his books. Yeah. And, and then, uh, I guess that's what they fucking, like, that's a separate thing they do. Also, they create, like, when you have Goodreads, you create a shelf to put a book in, like, oh, books I want to read or books I've read, you know sci-fi books I love, things like that, or sci-fi authors I want to read. Well, they created like 30 or 40 shelves of just like shitty author, bad author, things like that, and put her all her books in it and her her in it. So that way, um, I guess if you can click on the book or something, if you read like, what she- like how it's shelled, it'll just come up like, oh, this person's a shitty author and things like that. So that seems like kind of personal harassment to me. Is there a way you can get it so we just like they're not able to put... Uh, book on Goodreads? Um, I think we would have to put it, but we would have to do it specifically. The problem is... uh, You'd have to do that to everything that has a review service. Well, the thing is, I would want it on Goodreads. I want people to review it. I just want honest reviews, not shitheads. And then, like, what started it off, too, is... uh, Which I thought was weird. If the author went after one person who... Whether it's legitimate reason or whether she was... uh, you know, justified in doing so or not. She went after one reviewer, I think it was an Amazon review, who gave her a real bad review and said some mean things and stuff. And granted, I wouldn't have done that. I don't think any author really should do that. But even if that was the case, why did this whole other group of people get involved and start attacking the author when they had, she didn't attack them. They had nothing to do with this. The same as like jumping someone in the street. Like one person is fighting another person one-on-one and then the whole crew jumps in. That's not fucking cool. It's again we got this uh, uh, another old timey saying. Just go, just yeah, describe this just perfectly. Haters are gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. Because like if you were saying like if you looked at all those people's reviews, all they thought oh books that I loved. What I you know my favorite from this author. It's uh, all these are shit. Yeah. These are like you're just focusing on all the negative things, and that they're probably not even negative to begin with. You're just you're forcing a negativity spin onto it. Yeah, and that's what I was trying to put out in the ether there, and they were just not having it. They did the opposite. They just got really mad at me for saying that, and I didn't say anyone specifically. I just said in general, I don't think it's a good idea to focus on things you don't like. Because why would you? Why would you want to be miserable all the time? And they just they just immature people. 
just people that probably have sad lives or unfulfilled lives or maybe you know they couldn't be writers themselves so that's their outlet to lash out on the world i guess it's i mean it's, it's just fucking sad i don't know why you do that but that's what i've been up to like you know yesterday mm-hmm. and today is just uh my polls have got like a thousand fucking votes on it no nice. like, and almost all of them were for uh <laughs> the almost, good yeah the goods like the let me see what I actually wrote in the poll i don't remember what was that yeah it was only 21 hours ago said, with the weird controversy I got sucked into today, I've been told numerous times that a person doesn't need to read a book to review it, which is technically true. So how do you feel about people reviewing books that they haven't read? And then the poll was, lame, don't do it, or absolutely fine, rock on. 933 people voted. There's a couple hours left on it. 933 people voted. 97% of them voted lame, don't do it. Yeah. And then... uh. 3% voted, oh, that's fine, keep on doing And I'm sure it was the because in the comments, you, they all went in there at some point. So I'm sure it was the 3% was that group because even if they, probably don't, some of them probably don't even believe, like, you know, what they voted. Like, they're probably like, no, you shouldn't review a book you didn't read, but they just want to be yeah. on the other side of that because everybody else is too cool. Also, there's, a, there's almost every single one of people, those people in that group are like barely any followers. Like, nobody really interacts with them. Even the couple of them that had, like, a thousand followers or so, it's like they get no engagement on their stuff. It's like, so nobody fucking likes them, probably. Because it's not like you, who never goes on fucking Twitter. Yeah. Like, these people, that's their whole life. Yeah. They just spend every fucking waking hour on Twitter just bitching and talking to people and stuff, and you're not getting any engagement from that? Like, that's a little... Like, you're wasting your time. What are you doing? Which is surprising, considering, like, that's almost, like, all Twitter is now is just mean, negative-spirited things, and you still can't get anybody to... Well, that's what disappointed me the most is, like, because I almost gave up on Twitter completely for a while. I mean, I knew we had to have some kind of social media platform for DPW. I'm like, I just... It's always so much negative bullshit on here. And then I was like, well, maybe if I got myself into the writing community for real, instead of just, like, on the fringes like I was... Like, actually talk to writers and try to engage with people and stuff like that. Maybe it is a different... Maybe it's like a little bubble inside that big negative bullshit cloud. And it was until this shit started that I'm like, oh, there is a fucking other side to the writing community. There's just another smaller bubble within that bubble. Yeah, just somebody farted in that bubble and it's just floating around in there. You're in a pool and somebody peed. Yeah, you get that (laughs) warm spot. And it's just slowly making its way through the community and hopefully it will get filtered out. My fear is that more and more people are going to jump in the pool and pee in it at some point. Yeah, it's going to turn into like an inner city pool that never gets cleaned. Ugh, just condom floating by. <laughs> like, oh, man. People, people were swimming with shoes. Like, what was that? The, 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 the uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where they go like swimming in the public pool. I don't <laughs> See, like gross. a used needle float by or something. Uh, you know what? Let's switch things up to something more positive. Giveaway. Giveaway. I've been talking about doing this giveaway for fucking since we started the podcast and we just kind of like, eh, I don't want to spend money right now. Well, I finally did it. I posted the picture on Twitter um, and I think Facebook a couple days ago, I think, on the DPW one. But I'm actually going to do a real post. So anybody listening to this, there is going going to be a you probably read the post before this publishes, I would imagine. And uh, it'll explain how more death how to win the giveaway and stuff but essentially we figured we'd keep this one easy what we're gonna do it by the way the item is fancy leather bound notebook 
with the DPW logo on the cover. It's I, very I want, sweet. I want crest. You want a crest? It's the, the DPW crest. The crest. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like we're old British monarchs. Yeah. Like old rich family yeah. from like the 1400s. Yeah. Yeah, we got a crest, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, the, the DPW crest on the cover. Black and silver color scheme. It's nice. It's real nice. And you know what? They're not offending anybody. I think it's vegan leather. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's. Uh, How does that work? I don't know. It was a little more expensive. I guess. I guess the. Uh, what do you, do you? Is it? Is it human skin? I think the cow was plant based. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't look into it too hard. But uh, it's really. It's a really nice book, though. I think people really enjoy it. But the giveaway. Actually, you want to announce the giveaway? <laughs> oh, he probably wants to eat. You got ten minutes. Fuck. Go scratch your ass a little more. Fart in the living room. Um, the giveaway. We're, here, here's the here's the plan. We give Spencer. Well, I give Spencer a ridiculous name every single episode, and I usually do some alliteration. Like today, he was the Cambodian cornholer. Last week, he was the Manitoba mauler. Like you know, yeah. something like that. So what we want for you folks who want a chance to enter this sweet sweet giveaway. You have to come up with a name for Spencer, and that's it. Yeah, so. And we'll put your name in the hat. It's not hard. We literally do it like seconds before the show. Yes. And we'll put your name in the hat, and we'll pull one out of random from the big hat of names, which we won't use a hat. We'll probably use a bowl. Yeah. <coughs> and if you're, if you're feeling extra froggy. Yeah, you want to up your chances. You really want to up your chances, because you can only do one name per person. But if you write... A flash fiction piece under 500 words and submit it to us. It could be dog shit, as long as it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have to be great. Send us a flash fiction piece, and not only will we probably read it on air, we'll do an episode, read them on air, and we do the giveaway episode. You get. How many names should they get, Spencer? You think five's too many? I think five might be too many. Three uh, names? I don't know. You get uh, a name for every 100 words. Name for every hundred words? Yeah, yeah, but then that might, might everybody's gonna push it to five hundred for sure. I, I say three names. Three names? That's a good medium. So And then and then you can also uh and you can also come up with a a name for the fourth one. Yeah. If you want if you want four. Okay. So if you come up with a goofy that, name that's the only way you can double dip. You have to do both. Yeah. So if you come up with <coughs> if you I'm drinking some hard tea, baby. <laughs> if you come up with a name a goofy name for Spencer It'll, uh, you get one name in the hat. If you come up with a flash fiction story, you submit, you get three names in the hat. If you come up with a flash fiction story and a goofy name for Spencer, come on, who, why, yeah, why mean, would you go yeah, that route? Yeah. You get four names in the hat. So that's four chances out of how many names in that hat to win this sweet, sweet prize. And the way you can submit these fine objects, which will also be in the post, you can hit us up on Twitter. That's just the name only. Just You could DM us on yeah. Twitter, the name only, not the Flash Fiction story. And the Flash Fiction story or the name, if you're doing both, you can email it, email us at drunkenpenwriting at gmail. So, again, look at the post. We're going to have all the all the actual deets that I'm not bumbling through, so mm-hmm. it'll be easier to understand. Um, I guess you can hit us up on Facebook, too, with the name. Why not? I mean, yeah. yeah you, I always forget how you fucking we have it. So you can hit us up on DBW Facebook, too, with the goofy name. You can even leave it as a comment if you want. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? More goofy names, the better. Better. And, obviously, the winner, like, the winning name is going to be your name for that episode. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. I think that's a good idea. We'll make the fucking episode, uh, 
episode where we just read the flash fictions and do the names. If we get enough, it depends. I don't know how ambitious something. I mean, we got a lot of international people, so a lot of international listeners, so it's hard to say who. Uh, Ooh, I wonder if they give us a funny name in a, in a different language. That would be awesome. You like you like drink, uh, speaking your Japanese, you know? Mm. Japanese listeners. You know what I worried about, though? So I was thinking about this. Cause we picked up listeners in Japan recently. And I was wondering, what if they're not actually Japanese? What if it's just like Americans on a military base? How disappointing would that be? I mean, not disappointing to have listeners, but I'm just saying. I still count in. I want some English-speaking Japanese. You don't hear speaking English. Fuck it. Listen to it just for the my succulent baritone. Second time we're succulent in this. Yeah. Subsequent. I can say it now. Oh, now you can say it. Subsequent. <laughs> now you can say it. Listen to last episode. Find out why I couldn't say that word for fucking 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It clicked. I, I cracked my head off of something and it just clicked. Uh, yeah, so fun giveaway. Kind of excited to see how it goes. And uh, maybe if you folks, whoever wins, takes a good picture with it. You yeah. can take a dick pic if you want and send it to Spencer. Uh. Not me. I don't want to see it. And also not with the book, because that's bad branding. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to send dick pics, Spencer's the guy, right? Apparently. I get a knock at 3 a.m. on my door. You motherfucker, <laughs> what? Like, look how many dick pics I got. Oh, God, why is that so big? I'd probably just, like, I'd probably just, like, retweet them to you. Yeah. Like, Tag you in all of them. <laughs> it would get real confusing. I'd be like, Spencer, why are you sending me, like, five pictures of your dick? I'm like, what? What? <laughs> Sorry about that. Wrong file. <laughs> Got lost in the pile. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Ready for fast takes? All right. Kevin Smith, He-Man. How do you like it? I mean, I'm not a big He-Man guy, but I like any, you know, I like that Kevin Smith is doing something. You know, my first immediate thought was... Giovanni must be going fucking crazy. Yeah. You, yeah, you remember? He oh, yeah, he it? loved He-Man. Yeah, he showed us that fucking trailer for that shitty fucking, like, homemade... You can't bust out the name Giovanni and think how I'm just going to catch how it do real... How you forget Giovanni? I don't that know. That goddamn stupid bangle. That thing was terrible. <laughs> Folks, if you want to know who Giovanni is, check out our... Uh... What was that? Cleveland 2017? Yeah. A review of Cleveland 2017. Or 28. One of the Cleveland Wizard World reviews. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it would have to be in the write-up because we didn't have the podcast back then. It was in the full write-up of 2018 or 2017. One of the two we did. So check that out. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, fucking Giovanni was the man. He loved He-Man. I, I forgot all about that. He-Man. I never met a man so into He-Man. Yeah. I was kind of wondering. like, And his name was Giovanni. But he's just like a real gangster looking yeah, dude. But as soon as I saw, as soon as I saw that, I was just like, "Oh my god, Giovanni! If he's still alive right now, oh baby." Second hot take: Someone's gonna upset you a little. Mm. Tickets for the uh, Sunday showing of the uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yeah, fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Yeah, the ones we were looking at were two hundred and fifty. Yeah, these ones dropped down to fifty for some reason. But uh, it was like too late by then, I think. Was it what for this Sunday? I, I don't, I'm not sure. It was like too soon for like to come up with the plan. I already had plans in place. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, that would have been cool. Well, yeah, whatever. What are you going to do? Dr. Sleep, how do you think they're going to do it? Because you read the book, and as yeah. I'm reading the book, I don't see how they're going to do it now. I don't. Well, we, t- we talked in the comparison episode of The Shining book versus movie how Dick Halloran dies. Yeah. So he's not going to be in this, but he kind of should be. Obviously, yeah. so I don't yeah, know. at least in the beginning, yeah. But he can't be because he died. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, did you see that it is getting an R rating? I was happy about that. Yeah, that made that gave me you know hope. I uh, yeah, I'm not sure like how like 
what storylines are going to follow, like... Yeah, I don't know. Because we definitely go... There's a lot there to unravel, too. Yeah, and especially, like, if I remember correctly in Dr. Sleepy, they finally, like, they kind of go into, like, the the history of the hotel a little bit and stuff more, you know? Yeah, they do do a lot of flashbacks and stuff. I don't think, unless it's a five-hour movie, it's definitely going to be... But again, it's a sequel to the movie The Shining, not the book, so they can take liberties. I think it's definitely going to be very condensed. And again, like we talked about in that, that episode, I don't mind... If it's a completely different take on the source material, as long as it's good. Yeah. Do you think they're going... Because they, you figure they have to have the stuff with the girl, like him saving the girl. Has to be, yeah. I think that's, that, well, from the previews, I think that's the... From the trailer, I think that's the uh, going to be the focal point. How, how do you feel about uh, Ian McGregor? Ian McGregor? Ian McGregor play, being, you know, playing an adult version of it. Like, are you okay with that? I mean, I don't... It's all right. Maybe a little too handsome. Nah. He's British handsome, though. I don't know. I kind of picture fat Haley Joy Osment with the beard. If I remember correctly, in the book, doesn't the go- uh, the little girl kind of describe him as looking like um the one dude from Son of- Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. I don't remember. I never watched that show. I don't know which one it was. But Stephen King was on that show, so. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh... Uh, I think it's why probably. What? No, was it back then? Because I think this was written in, what, 2010 or. Yeah, it's a little bit older now. I don't know. Um, it two it chapter two reviews have dropped early reviews. It's uh, it's really weird because half the people shit on it, and then the other half were praising it for the exact things the other people were shitting yeah. on it for. But the main consensus I got has a lot some good scary parts, and Bill Hader put in an Oscar worthy performance. Oh, and I yeah. love me some Bill Hader. He's yeah. a funny dude, so I'm kind of looking. Like- Good at acting, like yeah, kinda. he is. Like, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to check out that Barry show that he does on mm-hmm. HBO, but I've heard like nothing but good things on it. Yeah, he's uh, he's the man. You think we'll have to maybe uh, uh try to uh, schedule a uh, a, a, a sh- like a uh, viewing of of it, like try to pick out because are you gonna try to see it in, see it in theaters? I'm going. I already planned it out. It doesn't come out next week, the week after. Yeah. I'm going on Sunday with the missus. You are more than welcome to join if you're off. No, I mean, I don't know if I'll probably work early, but... I think probably the showing we're going to is like four or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Whenever the whenever the earliest showing is, because I don't want to get stuck on the Saturday crowd. I would love to see it on a Saturday, but it's the opening weekend. Yeah, it's going to be hectic. I mean, just for those who don't know, I saw It Chapter 1 in Bangor, Maine. Yeah, that had to be awesome. That was fucking amazing. I mean, Stephen King went to his house. He had the red it balloon in his window, and it was fucking cool as shit. And then we walked through the town of Bangor, and like, there was a sewer grate by the river, and there was a fucking balloon coming out of it. I was like, "This is great!" I was so happy. I was like a fucking, I was just like a kid again. Like, <laughs> you don't see that shit in real life. <laughs> and then we get was probably just like, "Oh, wait, it's a balloon. I don't get it." <laughs> no, she got oh, it. She she was into it because she uh, watched the miniseries when she was growing oh, up. Okay. Her brother really liked it, I guess. But that uh, that definitely tickled my fancy. And I, to be honest, I probably liked the movie. More than I would have just because of yeah, like, the, 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 the whole experience. Stuff, yeah. So I'm interested to see how I feel about two. I'm going to watch the first one again like Saturday night or something. Or actually, I think the missus wants to watch it this weekend. Because, yeah, my agent, I don't know. Nonsense. Nonsense. Watch it the day before. Why not? Watch it directly before you go to the... Because yeah. they, they said it, it's better 
to watch this almost as it's like one whole movie. Yeah, because it's like it's like the book. That's yeah. how the book was set up. The book is basically the it book is basically two different books, and they just they literally just kind of intertwine them together. So that's why like I kind of hope after this comes out, they do like a recut of the movie of like um. Because, like, you know, they, in, in the story, they do, like, a lot of jumping back and forth from, mm-hmm. like, from when they were kids to, to the grown-ups. Like, a lot of it's, like, them going back and remembering, like, you know what yeah. I mean? So, like, I'm hoping that once it comes out on DVD, they come up with, like, a super cut and, like... Oh, that'd be awesome. And do it like that and have it be, like, like a five-hour movie. I'll be down. I don't understand why we don't have five-hour movies anymore. Like, I get, well, okay, it... I mean, the main thing, it's not even an audience attention span because we've proven like Endgame, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. People watch long movies. Like back in the old days, they had fucking long ass movies back before people knew anything. Um, I think the problem is, it's not like the intermissions and stuff like that. It's the fact that the theaters make less money because they're holding up a theater for just yeah. like one, like a one five hour showing could be, you know, like three normal one hour show or a couple hour showings yeah. or whatever. So, I mean, I get it from that, but I, I wouldn't mind going to some fucking cool-ass long movie. Well, that's like, uh, you know, all the times, like, they do those Marvel movie marathons. Yeah. Like, oh, man, that'd be rough. I'd poop in the theater. <laughs> well, again, they give you breaks and, like... No, I would poop in the theater. <laughs> I, mean, I, feel like a lot I don't of want people... people sitting by me. <laughs> I think, like, a lot of people just sleep through certain movies. Yeah. Like, oh, like, throw a dark word, I'm taking a nap during this. I don't think I told you. I watched that uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. I'm gonna say I, I saw that you were not, like you posted about going to the movies, and I thought you said that's what it was, but yeah. I wasn't sure. I wanted to ask about it. how was it. It was a fun movie. I liked it. The monsters were super fucking cool. So it was like a whole bunch of like smaller stories, right? No, um, I'll get into that in a second. Like the monsters, you know, it's Guillermo del Toro. So, so they obviously awesome. they're fucking amazing. Uh. Those are pretty scary. I mean, again, it's PG-13. It's aimed at younger people. So I get that it wasn't rated R, super scary type of stuff. The story was solid. It, it was an overall story, and they find this, like, this girl who got blamed for killing a bunch of kids by reading them scary stories. They find her storybook, and it's all the stories from the actual books that, you know, we read growing up. And what would happen is one of the – when they had the book, like, a story would just randomly write itself in blood, mm. and then – whatever was being written was happening to somebody they knew. So, you know, uh, like one of the stories was uh, from the book was like uh, my toe or something. And uh, I think in the book, some kid digs, he finds a toe in the yard in the yard, and he like ends up breaking it off or something. It's, it doesn't play out like that in this one. But then like pretty much a zombie tries to get the toe back off the kids, mm-hmm. scares shit out and takes them, whatever. Well, it plays like that. Like some, all of a sudden there's this fucking toe and it is, it is really fucking cool. The lead girl's a little annoying. Yeah. She kind of reminded me of Debs from Shameless voice-wise, but she uh, was... Also, it didn't make sense, like, some of the things they were doing. I mean, they go into this fucking, obviously, like, haunted, evil-looking, fucking creepy, condemned house, and they're just like, yeah, let's just look around. It's like, no, kids kids aren't doing it like that. No. Like, awful things happen, and they're just not... It, plot could have been a little more... Again, as a kid, like, obviously, if you're a kid watching it, you're not thinking of that stuff. We're writers, so yeah. obviously we're going to point that out. But it was a solid movie. I would give it a B. Fun. I'd watch it again. There's a second one that's going to be coming out, looks like, so I'll definitely be down for that. So I'll go back on to It for a second. After seeing one of the newest trailers for it, I'm completely con- convinced that the dude, the, the Skaz God, whichever one it is, that plays it, no disrespect to... Um, 
Um, Tim Curry. No, to, uh, no, to him, but to um, uh, what's his face? Who's who's doing the Joker movie? Um, oh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, but yeah, you want you want yeah. Skarsgård to be Joker. Yeah. Well, he can make that weird ass face. Yeah, like, that's like, real. And the yeah. kook, and the cockeye, he does that for real. Like I think he would be an awesome Joker. Yeah, if they ever actually do a continuation in the Batman franchise or Justice League franchise or any of the DC movie adaptations. If they actually want to bring a, a legit Joker and I'm just a one-off yeah. story, I, I think mean, that would be a good choice. Oh, this Robert Patterson movie is supposed to be like a younger Batman, like him starting out. So like you could have him there being just like some random thug guy mm-hmm. and like in the end fall in the vat and then they end the movie with him laughing. Yeah. That would be awesome. Wouldn't that be some shit for a Joker origin story? If Batman was the one that launched the just a random henchman into the fucking vat, and that fucking henchman turned out to be the Joker, well, th- th- that's that's the thing. He that's a, that's quote unquote the origin is like I thought he just fell. I didn't think well, Batman like, knocked well, they, him in. Well, like they're in a fight. They're fighting up on the oh, so the, Batman like, did do it. Yeah, kind of like yeah, he's up on on the walkways above it, and they're like fighting, and he hits him, and then he tries to like tries to save him, but doesn't get there in time and falls in. Well, there goes my fucking Joker origin story I was going to write and submit I mean, to DC. Granted, I mean, granted, that gets kind of twisted and turned. Muddled, I mean, yeah. From, you know, from writer to writer. But, yeah, it's like one of those, like, you know, they're fighting. He hits him. He fought, falls, goes to fall over, can't save him. So he kind of creates his own worst enemy. What would you do if you were reading, like, a kick-ass new Batman story arc and uh, you found out I wrote it? I'd be like... You had no idea. I didn't tell you about it. I just got a job at DC for like a one-off. I just... I'd be a little hurt that you didn't like... I'd be like, I couldn't tell you, Spencer. The secrecy. Well, not even like so much that like you would have told me, but like... like he could have probably figured out a way to like take out all the Batman bits and have me read the story to see if I... Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, I could have been a beta reader. Yeah. Like, I think I could have told you if that was a good Batman story or not. I'd be the man at book club. Oh, yeah. I feel like even if it was really shitty, I'd be the man of book oh, club. Oh, definitely. Well, well, there's a certain members that'd probably be like, you know, you know an actual one. Yeah. What I think is, I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you think as I drink my bottle of Henny. <laughs> Anything is possible. <laughs> Flip the cigarette over my head. Whoa! Andrew Dice play style. Should wrap this fucking episode up. Yeah. Going on an hour. My elbow's like broken now. Leaning on it. Ooh, is it better sounding from this side? It's definitely louder. I never use this side. What if these stupid pop filters are useless and they don't actually do anything but get in our way? I mean, that that that's about, you know, pop-offer, I think. I, I do want to get to super expensive, nice microphones just because I don't want the pop filter anymore. Yeah. I want to be able to, like, rapper style just into the microphone. Yeah. Hip, hop, and yeah, they want to, like, move it without it making a sound. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, the fucking I, I, multiple times in this podcast we just slightly bump it. And it's just like ram, ram, ram. Because like in the Rogan ones, don't aren't, and, like they're moving. You could like, punch the fucking thing; yeah. and it doesn't make a noise. It's like hydraulic. Well, that's why I said the microphones are only like fifty bucks or something. But the uh, yeah, yeah, like to the table, don't you? Well, the microphone stands like three hundred and fifty dollars. It's the stand that's super expensive. Anyway, folks, if you want that giveaway, remember. Send us a goofy name, slash fiction story, or both, and we will, uh, might win that sweet notebook. Yeah. And you can, you know what you could do? You use it as a diary. You can write stories in it. 
Who knows? Maybe um, it'll inspire you to become a drunk like us. Maybe uh, some uh, Fanny Fart Fiction? Fart Fiction? Yeah. Uh, what's his face? The, the James old... Joyce? Yeah. I know what you're saying. Just why would you bring that up? Well, because that's what you could write you, in the Are book. you saying there should be more fart fiction in the world? Yes. Fancy fart fiction? Yes. It's not fancy fart... F- I mean, it was fancy, <laughs> but it's erotic fancy <laughs> fart fiction. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying... And I feel like we should do a reading, a full reading of those letters on the episode. Maybe just dedicate a whole episode to it. Because his fart fiction love letters were better than anything I've ever written to this day. Yeah, that's, rid- that's ridiculous. Like, he is such an amazing... Like, I get the hype. Because James Joyce, I always found, like, I can't read the shit because it's kind of... Not just, like, boring, but like I, just can't under- I just can't understand it because he was Irish and he threw in fucking weird shit. But I get it, man. Like, reading those letters, I'm like... This, like if you can describe the farts hype, in a way, thrill. if you can re- describe farts in a way that I'm like, that, that, that's really beautiful. Like, that's, that's saying that, something. That's high. <laughs> that's that's kind of hot. <laughs> Merry little chirps. <laughs> Witty little cracks. Can you imagine what he would do if he was around nowadays? What kind of? <laughs> I I, I kind of want to be James Joyce. I wish I could do that. Like, could you imagine just going on a tangent like that? And I bet people would just eat that shit up. They would uh, love it. Just your fart fiction. They smacked you on your round buttocks. The rousing rapping of my hand. Anyway, you guys can check us out. <laughs> Drunkpenwriting.com. We haven't been posting a lot lately because we're working on this anthology, but we still post. Um, you can hit us up on the Twitter at Drunk Pen Writing. You can hit us up on the Facebook at Drunk Pen Writing. You can hit us up on the old Gmail, you know, if you really want to get electronical with it. Electronical is not a word, is it? Probably not. Professional. Um, if you want to yell at me about my opinion on reviews, you can hit me up on Twitter at CalebJames1986. If you want to send your dick pics to Spencer, <laughs> you got at Spencer Church eighty eight, which I remember it used to be sixty nine. What'd you yeah. do, man? Yeah, Why'd was, you change it? Well, that, I changed it because we started doing this. Oh, you, you felt like that classed it up. You couldn't be sixty nine. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Well, it wasn't even sixty nine. It was sixty nine errors. Oh. I basically named it after my like because that's the name of my fantasy football <laughs> league too. Unprofessional. Uh, yeah. So I was just like, well, it's good enough for that. It's good enough for this. Like you know, I had no. <laughs> Aspirations, <laughs> yeah, of like of actually ever even tweeting uh, anything. So that was in the old dark days. Okay, well, you folks have the best of days. Buenos noches.